at you with a special edition tonight. Special because we're talking about love. Joined with me, as always, my brother, my homie, Dowg. Hey, yo, Dowg. It's the OG, D-A-W-G, bringing it to you doggy style all the while. We're talking steamy on-screen duos. Though you know, I ain't never loved no hoes. Me and my dog getting in touch with our sensitive side. Films that make our hearts pump and our blood pressure rise. Strap in, cause this one's getting hot. I know all about love stories and chemistry. No, what you got? Oh man, I wasn't prepared for that. I got nothing, homie, compared to that. Wow, what an intro. I, I knew something like this. You, you said you had something. I didn't realize you were bringing the heat right off the bat. That was awesome. So we're doing uh, on-screen duos, steamiest on-screen duos this week. Steamiest. Yeah. Excuse me. So I've, uh, I've been getting in touch with my soulful side here. Uh, in all reality, honestly, this is what... The, I am the biggest jerk when it comes to on screen on screen chemistry like i i when i started my research i was like in the realm of you know princess leia and han solo like so i had to do some research okay yeah same with us i we wanted to somehow touch a little bit on not romantic comedies but you know the chemistry that almost exists in every single movie some do it better than others we're going to get into our top 5 list tonight you guys if you've been listening right along you know the format we're gonna have two minutes each. The sound's gonna, the, the horn's gonna go, and then we're gonna get right onto the next duo. Um, I gotta say, Doug, I had a lot more fun researching this than I thought I would. Well, I think this is the first podcast that I've actually had to put work into researching. All the other podcast ideas we've had recently are, you know, very, uh, you know, off the cusp. I can talk about, but let's. <laughs> I can't say I've been watching a ton of like, uh, you know, rom-coms by my, you know, me and Maddie hanging out, uh, you know, around the apartment together. Yeah. So my my, my rom-com uh, knowledge is, is higher than I'd care to admit, mainly because, you know, Crystal gets the remote just as much as I do. And, you know, we, we'll rewatch, you know, Pretty Woman or, you know, any type of other romantic comedy more so than I used to. Um, but it's definitely, there's definitely a formula to these things. And I can't say that I don't like the formula. They're, they're a lot of fun. Um, and especially it, it makes for a great opportunity for, for some chemistry to happen. Um, so, it, but it's not, it's not limited to rom-coms. I'm sure as we get into our oh, list. Absolutely not. Honestly, I had, I had to limit myself and remind myself what we were actually doing because, you know, the initial idea was just on-screen chemistry, but then, you know, it's evolved into steamiest duos. So yeah. I definitely had to, to, you know, stay focused for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're uh, going with for tonight. Steamiest duos, best chemistry, whatever you want to call it. Um, Doug, we might as well get right into our list. I'm going to go from five to one. You usually don't have as much of an order, but if you want to start us off with your first one that you wanted to talk about tonight, I can set the timer. Uh, yeah, I can go first. Okay. I mean, you're right. I, I, I really don't have, I think I have a couple that we might overlap. So I'm going to reserve the right to audible. I have some honorable mentions that probably should be on my list, but I didn't want to choose them because they're so I feel like there's one that we just need to talk about right off the bat. Uh, that, like, okay. Well then, then hit, hit me with it. This might, ruin, <laughs> this might blow up my whole list, but timer's going, go for it. All right, we got to go with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, that steamy. Okay, good. Steamy. I'm, 
right. First off, this is not only is it an all right, so it's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I I mean, so this was actually the spawn of their relationship. Brad Pitt was dating Jennifer Aniston at the time, and the act the steaminess actually transcended the screen mm. and turned into their famous Brangelina, you know, uh relationship off the screen. And uh and I and honestly, but this was more <laughs> It, it was making fun of almost steamy duos in a way. Yeah. But 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 it made my list because it was super fun. It's a rewatchable movie you don't have to pay attention to. And they're both – it just works. Like, it, it, the, the choreography at all, like, the way that it was, you know – you know yeah right? yep it's, it's like they're they're fighting and dancing and you know it's kind of it, it obviously gets really sexual between the two of them and at the time there is there might still not be two better looking actors and actresses in hollywood and they just came that and it's surrounded by the whole brad and angela and and aniston thing that it just made for the perfect storm of of a hot and steamy movie. This might, this just might be our number one, should be our number one. I have it as an honorable mention just because it was so obvious, but I'm glad you brought it up. Well, I'm surprised it's not on your list. I figured it was just something we had to get out there. And it's also, it's well known that uh, growing up, Laura was was known to look like Angelina Jolie, or she was a few people. There, you never you never heard Laura's friends at BG say she looked like Angelina Jolie. I heard Grey's from Grey's Anatomy. Then Ross mentioned it on the interview, but... I said in the interview, I'll, I'll never admit that. But anyways, the fact that she's becoming Mrs. Smith and we're going to have a Mr. Smith. Oh, good God. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, when you were saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty funny. A yeah, I mean, Ross is a good-looking guy. I wouldn't give, put him in the Brad Pitt category, but uh, who is? No one really is. The, guy, the guy's in a tier of his own. Yeah, and it's honestly, it was just a fun pick, but it also not it's it's satirical almost in nature. Like they're literally looking at the camera in multiple scenes. Like they'll throw a knife and then just like look at the camera and smile, and then like the camera like. Turns oh yeah, there was a good amount of just stick in that, like breaking the third. Yeah. We always say breaking the third wall, like but, but the gym, was, the gym, the Jim Halpert shrug. You know, like it, so, pe- people go crazy for that. All right, that was the time. That was the timer. Last last thought on this one. Quick question: Is that a hate watch for you? It is a hate watch for me. Yes, it is. A, yeah. It is definitely a hate watch for me. But I will watch uh, it. But I will watch it. Like I the scene, the, the scene where they're going through the lasers and like, you know, her butt's like up in the air and like he's doing like all this. It's, it's. She, she's not a good actress. She's honestly. not. She's she, not. But that that scene alone, it's just like okay, come on. Like she just she she her career is sexuality and that was the best chemistry and the best. Honestly, probably some of the best actors. I would say it'll probably be the steamiest of anything that I have to mention. I'm glad you brought it up because I thought it was too so obvious, and I'm glad we talked. All right, so we're we're way over time. Let me let me bring up the next one. So my number five, I do have an order. I have Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, two two other really good looking people. Um, I, when I, on, I knew you. So what movie? So I'm gonna go How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days because I didn't think yep. I didn't think Fool's Fool's Gold was that good or as good. So How to Lose a ten Guy in 10 Days, uh, she's a writer for a paper or magazine. She's doing an article about reeling a guy in and spitting him out. And obviously, you know what's going to happen at the end the entire time. It's, it's got the rom-com formula. They're going to fight. They're going to find out. There's the reveal. And then they realize at the end that they like each other again. But I just want to go into their chemistry. It's just like, I don't know if Kate Hudson's from Texas. Obviously, McConaughey is. 
But it's just like you see him on screen and you're just like, okay, those two beautiful people should be with each other. And they did. They had a back and forth, which was really believable. But they were just playing themselves. Like, I don't think it was necessarily Exactly. Chemistry. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They didn't, they almost didn't have to act. And I believe that they should be together. See, that's why. So in my research, I came upon that some people considered that. And I would honestly consider that, you know, kind of the opposite in that uh, they were both like they were both again just being themselves and you'll i think you'll find that like as we go through them and some of the ones we talk about there's some actors who kept coming up in best actors and actresses that kept coming up in best chemistry roles mm -hmm. and that raises the question is it the acting or is it the actual chemistry i think i think it's the chemistry especially and a bunch of these other on my list and honorable mentions have multiple movies together so i think that they see that on screen and there's Something that you just can't teach if you're if you're going to bring, you know, McConaughey and like, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, Anne, ha Anne, Anne uh, Hathaway. Am I saying that sure. right? Right. Like yeah. that might not work, you know, like him, you, you stick two people together. The chemistry is what makes the movie. And so they try to recreate that with a bunch of by doing the movie again. That's why Fool's Gold was, was again, they tried to run it back in 2008 after How to Lose, ten, How to Lose a ten, Guy in 10 Days. And then, I don't know, it, it still worked. They still had the chemistry. The, the storyline just wasn't as good. Okay, there's the timer. Any last thoughts on McConaughey and, and Hudson? As hokey as I think it is, uh, you can tell from my first pick, I like hokey, so I, I, I don't hate the pick. I, I'm actually guilty of watching it probably 15 times. Really? You've seen that <laughs> that many times? Dude, I watch stuff over and over, but that's an old movie. It's been on TV, whatever. Right. Okay. okay, what's your next one? So my next one, let's see. Um, I'm going to have to, again, my, my list is tough because... It's it's hard to, but I'm gonna go with uh, Greece with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Wow. Okay. Nice. So this I I had to be you know this again this research caused me to kind of look into my past a bit and kind of my a little bit of my earlier more romantic self. <laughs> um, and I grew up. Dog, this dog, don't don't sell yourself short. You're still a you're still a romance from that opener, man. I don't know who, what lady could resist that. <laughs> that oh, rap man if they, they could only see me that there's a reason we do podcasts <laughs> um, but anyways i this was one of the vhs's we had up at the the lake and i there was one summer i don't know if you remember this but i might have watched that movie almost every single morning of that summer yeah, i do remember that and i i mean laura was down there too but i mean granted we only have five like we said with the interviews we only had about five movies to choose from but yeah. Grease is a good movie. I'll, I'll give you that. It is. I had this whole. I was also into Elvis a lot during yeah. that stage. So like, I loved like the whole T Bird, like the jacket, but also the it, the the Olivia Newton John and John Travolta romance is is actually believable. Like, not only do they really move well together, but their their voices worked well <laughs> together. Yep. Uh, but it was just it was a it was a fun movie that I I clearly fell into and and ate it all up as a kid. Um, and, and I don't know, I, it, it was, it was a funny, kind of a funny thing that I was discovering too, like looking at their ages is one of those, you know, high school movies that they catch people. Oh yeah. Like, 
late 20s like travolta was like 24 25 or something but like Dude, everybody I'm... else was like clearly not. oh yeah <laughs> yeah they all looked really old i'm surprised even travolta was that young honestly i thought you were gonna say he was something like 30 olivia newton john looked young how, how old was she in that one uh i'm not sure how old olivia newton john was in that one um uh, but i mean i, I think she kind of Let's see, she would have been 20, let's see, 28, 20, 30 almost. Really? Okay. I yes. so she, she looked She looked younger 40. than Travolta in that one. but She was born in 48, Travolta 54. Um, cool. So anyways, but I, I just, that was a movie from my childhood that kind of, you know, I, I, that defined kind of on, it helped define on-screen duos. Um, I've, you know, I've also, got a point I want to save for one that I picked later, but I think I know why sometimes those um, types of movies, like the ones where you're singing and dancing together, there's a physical chemistry that, you know, I'll get into in another pick. That, well, it's also like a long lost love, the summer love, summer love, and had a bat. And then he has a summer love, and then all of a sudden he's, she's at his high school, and it's like this kind of you know, Shakespearean-esque story. Well, the, the, uh, mo- the movie, that you say that because the movie is essentially made as a play, right? Like, it's it's meant to right, be a play. A play that came out in the early 70s, I think, uh, and then it turned was turned into a movie. Um, I, like the, I like the pick. I'll say that the only one who's ever come close with John Travolta as far as, like, chemistry-wise is maybe Olivia, um, or I'm sorry, Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. But he's kind of a weird guy to have, like, kind of like a romantic, like the romance well, thing on heroin and coke the whole time too. So like that also like kind of detracts from this like the, like they're they're more playing their characters than having chemistry. Although they did, they did, uh, they did. Yeah. All right, next Mia one. Wallace and whatever his name is. Anyways, go ahead. All right, so I get that this next one comes to me is another movie that uh, we used to own. Um, watched it so many times just because I, you know, I'm big hoops head. But uh, love and basketball, Omar Epps uh, and Santa Lathan. Well, I'm gonna have to audible here. Why you, you had that on your list too? Yeah, I yeah, mean, that was... okay. So you, you can you can speak to this just as well as I can if you've done the research. It was just not only their love for the game. I mean, their passion came from the love of the game, but also just the two of them. Like anytime they were both on screen, I just felt like they just never wanted to leave each other. Like, I really felt that the entire time. Yep. And, Absolutely. And Laura loved this movie, so yep. we watched it a few times with her. She was, a, Definitely. She was at the time, too, when this came out in high school. The, the other thing that, that this goes into, as well as with a, a lot of these romantic movies, is when one felt pain in the literal sense and in the emotional sense. Like, I think there was an... In, I can't remember where in, the, in their stage she got injured. Um, but, like... Omar felt that with her, you know, like they, they both had their ebbs and flows in their careers. And when one was down and the other one was up, um, you know, you could really feel that or in the movie, you felt like they were really hurting with each other. So and the actor's names, by the way, are Omar Epps and Sinead Lathan. Yeah. Yep. No, I mentioned um, that. Just that it say that those are the two actors we were talking about. Anyways, um, but uh, that, that's also one of the, the, the archetypes of, love him let him go let let them go and if you know if they truly love you they'll come back to you that it's the whole plot of the movie essentially yeah because right. um, they go off and have their careers and right yeah yeah exactly but that was it was it was a good movie i think did spike lee do that um oh i i don't have it in front of me i don't know i'm not sure 
Um, let's see, directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. Nope. So as a female director, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, which was probably rare for the time. Um, but really good movie though. Um, <clears throat> I definitely watched that with a couple of girlfriends too. Yeah. Was there, that was the one I tried to stay around, like away from like that two thousands ninety nine range. This one was in two thousand. It was the only one I I dipped back into that era for. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, my number was it my number three now? Uh, yep, yep, number three. Hmm. So my number three, I'm gonna go with. I am gonna go with. The Wedding Singer with Drew Barrymore okay. and Adam. Okay, Crystal was dying for me to have this on my list, and I just. <laughs> I, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Why, why is that? So, on your, yeah. so again, this is me audibling, um, but I, I feel like it's important to talk about so actors and actresses that have multiple movies together. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brangelina had the I think two. There was one in 2015 they had together. It flopped. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but uh, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler have had I think three or four movies together: Fifty First Dates, Wedding Singer. Um, there's a murder mystery movie one or something. Then they take their kid, the do over. I think you're thinking something. of Je- Jennifer Aniston's bunch in a bunch too, but yeah. cer- certainly the one, the two that I can speak to are the 51st dates and, and wedding singer. Right. I would and say well, more so wedding singer than 51st dates, but. And this isn't the first time I've chosen the wedding singer on one of my top five lists. Uh, clearly it had an effect on me when I was mm-hmm. a, a younger kid. Um, but, uh, I just thought it was interesting that it's one of those on screen. First off, they have no relationship, um, sexual or, uh, intimate outside besides, uh, them, them being close friends like Adam Sandler. She's like, Oh, she's like family. Um, but it's just really interesting that they're always playing love, love relationships in movies, like a lot of movies. And like, they just kind of arrive at chemistry. It must just be interesting as a Hollywood actor to, to have that dual, that dual, not dual life, but you know, that's kind of at this point his on-screen wife in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 her Aniston, I think, but I think he's done a few with her. But yeah, the ones that I remember the most, and I think most people would say Drew Barrymore too. Um, but yeah, I don't if for whatever reason, oh shit, for whatever reason it it works. Um, I don't know. She, he's just kind of got that edge, and she's just really sweet in all the movies. I'm not a huge fan of hers, but it's undeniable that in in Wedding Singer, that well, it's she, just he makes her makes laugh her. in Wedding Singer, and like it's like he's actually making her yeah. laugh, which which is fun to yes. watch. And I think in Fifty First States too. So that one scene in the plane at the end, where he he gets on the plane, he has the guitar, he sings, "I want to grow old with you." The idol's there, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like exactly. so, yeah, he can't not be funny. But yeah, the, I did definitely feel her smile looking at him. I definitely felt something there when that was working. I believed in their love. Your name's gonna be Julia Gulia. <laughs> <laughs> How about you write another song? It's called "I Got Punched in the Face for Sticking My Nose in Other People's Business." <laughs> Glenn, the guy's name is Glenn Gulia. Oh God. Uh, he was just in something else I watched. Oh, he was in like some Ben Affleck basketball movie I watched. And he always just plays a douchebag and everything. Yeah, well, there, there's archety- I mean, there's actors like that that just can't really play anything but douchey roles. Like Shooter. Shooter's like, another one, yeah. 
Uh, but I get to speak to their. Did I, did I loot? Did my uh, timer go off there? Yeah, your timer went off. But all right. Well, anyways, great on-screen duo. Uh, steamy. I don't know. It was. It was kind of. I mean, you sold it with the plane. The plane scene. It's heartfelt, and you know they they're smiling at each other. And I wouldn't call it steamy. The only steamy but, part is when they're doing. She's like, "Well, how are you going to kiss your husband on the on the in the stage?" Yeah. And then she kisses Adam Sandler, and like that's yeah. that's only that's like one of the steamy moments right there. Oh, but that's good call, dog. You're, you're helping me sell it. Thank you. That that's that's about that's about as steamy as it gets between the two of them, but definitely some chemistry. Okay, my number three. Let me start the let me start the timer here. Um, my number three. You're gonna roll your eyes. I had to mention it. Undeniable chemistry. Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams in the Notebook. Have you seen? First of all, before I do this, have you seen the Notebook? Yes, yeah. Okay. Dog, I dated girls between the, the the years of 2001 and 2000 and whatever. Like, trust me. Okay, I, yeah, this is 2004, it. but I, I guess this is still is in that range that I tried to stay out of. But I couldn't help it. It had to be on there. The the tension, <laughs> like the desire between the two of them was just undeniable. Like, Gosling's been, Gosling's been in a lot of movies you know, like this with, with other women, Emma, um, Emma Stone's one of them. He's been in with Michelle Williams, um, and then in drive the Michelle Williams lookalike. So he's been, um, like, which I can't, her, her, her name escapes me right now, but anyways, but, I, I think the one that works the best is Rachel McAdams. They're both kind of starting out their careers. They're both young in love and doing, and like, that's what the story's all about. Only back in, you know, back in earlier times so it, but you don't think it's his acting like because he is just if you go back and watch the notebook he i think he stands out more than rachel mcadams i think so but, he, he's the more talented actor of the again team. he's he's uh, amongst all the lists that you research there's online or whatever of course the notebook's on there but then he's on there with blue valentine my blue valentine well, that was michelle williams uh, right yeah he's on there so many different times and i honestly considered Place Beyond the Pines with Ava Mendez, his actual wife, because the because um, not only did you know he didn't speak a ton, but like you could see it in their eyes, you know what I mean? The scene when he's yeah. crying, but I I, I I I think he's just a great actor, and I'm not sure uh, if there is that chemistry, but, but again, I I would have gone Place Beyond the Pines. Okay, the Gosling had to be on here. He's I don't know if they're necessarily rom coms because they're not funny. None of these are funny, but. <laughs> But he's he's definitely a lead male in you know these uh, you know well, that romantic movies. We'll we'll just put absolutely. him that way. And, All and, right, so that, that, you're absolutely right, and he that's going to lead me to my next one. Unless go, you had yep. to timer's off. Up. You no had to had to put in the notebook. Two minutes is all we need to spend on that. Go so another actor, and I felt like I had to include this as well. But in my, it's one of my personal favorites as well. It's rewatchable for me. Um, another actor that keeps coming up and actress too, um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings. Playbook. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think, well, first off, they're in a bunch of movies together. American mm-hmm. Hustle, or the Joy, um, let's see what else. American uh, Hustle, Silver Linings, Playbook. I, I'm saying this because I have them as an honorable mention. So. But they, they, they just have like an undeniable chemistry um, in clear, a lot of my picks feature music. So I think the score may have a lot to do with uh, adding to their chemistry clearly. Uh, but Bradley Cooper's another one of those actors who is 
in a ton of movies. I thought there's one, and I I'm, I don't know if it's in your top two, but there's one that you're. Don't say mention. it. Don't say it. Just don't say okay. it. Okay. You no, know, but it's he's one of the <laughs> he's just one of those <laughs> actors that <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily the again the chemistry or if it's just he's so good and so darn charming that he can just sell any any on-screen duo really okay um but jennifer lawrence has got those same chops i think and especially in this movie i think they both play their kind of semi mentally ill roles really well and they kind of they they're both intense in their own ways but to see them observing each other in those like those little moments when they're dancing when their eyes meet and like like they kind of find they're outside of like their personalities that they're they're he's not trying to chase his wife at that time he's just dancing with a girl that he's clearly gaining lots of interest in and i guess that's relatable for me (laughs) yeah no the dancing and the music definitely brings in an aspect to on street and, and like I don't know. I mean, you just go to like a wedding or go to anywhere. And if you see a couple, you can tell a little bit about a couple if they're just dancing with each other. Absolutely. I mean, you can have two left feet. And if the other person is, you know, receptive of, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying. This is getting deep now for the the jerks. It's not necessarily how they're dancing if they're both dancing. It's like how they move around each other. So like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do they feel comfortable with each other? Right. Right, exactly, where the girl, one of the girls, I was at my buddy's wedding, one of the girls I'm close with, like, is more of a mover, more of a shaker, and, like, her her husband is is more of just, like, a bobber, you know what I mean? But they both were jamming uh, to, I was lucky lucky to DJ that entire weekend, but uh, they were jamming together, and it's like, yeah, that's a good match. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, my number two, what? Your number two, right? My number two, yeah. Another one that that is really not sure how much chemistry they have if they weren't dancing the entire time. So this is interesting. We're doing a lot of this song and dance stuff, but mine would be Patrick Swayze and uh, Jennifer Grey in Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. See, I thought you were going to choose Ghost. Oh, that's another good one. Patrick Swayze is another... He's kind of like a Bradley Cooper of of the, the 80s, early 90s, late 80s. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he's very versatile. I think Cooper's a better actor. I don't know if Swayze would ever be up for, you know, any type of Oscar or anything like that. I probably should fact check that before I say that. But well, but anyways, right, but, but the, the right two but the two of them yeah. with the dancing, like I mean, just when he's teaching her and like going to her cabin, um and just there's something physical about the two of them that's just really steamy and a lot of chemistry between the two of them. Those dances as hot as two ballerinas coming together could be which is essentially what Swayze is no but there, there's a good bit of bulge in that there, you know it's, it's good for both guys like hey if you haven't seen a bulge at this point in your life I, I, I just feel sorry for you uh <laughs> no I well I no I think it's honestly a great call uh, I actually didn't see this movie until I was probably in high school um, yeah, I saw it uh, a little later in life too. I, it, for it being nineteen eighty seven, I probably didn't see it until after college. But it was at a time where I was like looking down on eighties movies because you know we were in that time of you know there's all this new technology and it was mm-hmm. just hard to watch those greeny those greeny older movies. But that was one that was like legit held up. I mean, it's it's really not too far off from Footloose in that like yes. you know the parents don't really want you to you know be uh, the way you are and like sexual and stuff but 
But uh, I think, yeah, uh, Dirty Dancing is probably the, the score to match it. You're right. It's just like, is that you know, the whole thing is epic. Actually. I mean, you can't beat the last scene where no one puts Baby in a corner. I'm not sure if anyone's ever called the Dirty Dancing epic before. <laughs> that, that scene, that last scene is epic. That last scene where, where even, the par- sorry, even the parents start dancing and like, you know, everyone who's just kind of said these two shouldn't be apart are now, you know, together. Like, Save, save the Last Dance totally robbed, robbed the whole thing. Like, the, the rich should not be dancing with the help and they shouldn't have a, a, a relationship and but yeah, the two of them I, just I, wanted it so bad and you know obviously there's the conflict they, again these things have the formula there's the conflict and then finally at the end they just forget about everything and dance it's like dog, that last scene with the had the time of my life that's you don't think that's an iconic or an epic scene I called it epic. Okay. <laughs> yes, epic. I absolutely. Oh, okay, I thought you were making fun of me for calling it that. But. No, I'm the one who said it, and then I and then I checked myself. But it is, you know, and, and it, 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 it's the score, it's the lift, the lift. It's the, the lift. Is, it's the lift. I mean, it's the lighting. It's the it's the camp mentality too. They're at camp, which is like. You know, you're with your people. Like, we never really had that camp experience. But as I understand from friends, like, you have your people there. And it's like, you have all these expectations of what happens at camp. And, like, it's kind of the biggest time of your life in, a, in that period. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. No, I think, I, think, I think it's a really good choice, actually. All right, man. Um, yeah, I never. that's weird. We never went to, like, co-ed camps. I guess we were just always going to sports camps. And yeah, we, we mostly just did sports. And we also had the lake, too, so that's we were true. pretty lucky that's that true. way. I All also right. had considered uh, saving the last dance, but I, I, I can't say that's going to be my number one. Okay, what's your number one? Go for it. My number one, and I had to do this because it is probably my favorite. So we were doing favorites, and a lot of them I was like, okay, I, like, I'm really – I care about those roles, and I think they're great. Um, but Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Oh, nice, Carrie yeah. and Winslet. Yes. Whoa, so I did not see this. This one even on my honorable mention. But you're right. Go for it. I love this movie. This is for me rewatchable. Um, it's <laughs> to talk about the score. It's got this song Beck. Beck does. Everybody's got to love learn sometime. That just like gets me. Right. Anyways, it, this totally brings me back to first off watching it with. Um, girlfriend's uh, girlfriend past and, and experiencing that myself trying to erase the memory of someone mm-hmm. in your past and and running away essentially not running so, away so the story oh. so the story hit you for sure but what talk about more about like Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet oh, like Carrey sold it it's uh, I'm setting up the story because Jim Carrey like so if you watch uh, the his uh, Jim and Andy that documentary on Netflix he talks about. Uh, all of his roles were just right for him in the time and his wife had just left them and he was heartbroken and they were scripting or they were doing this film and they actually I learned an interesting thing they were going to come out with it in like early 2000 but momentum came out at the same time it was a similar movie so they delayed it anyways a director asked Jim to stay in that depressed mode and he just absolutely did and brought it and you felt it and Kate Winslet plays that zany character so well but it's the it's the connection they have on the train mm-hmm. that it, although he it's the it's the dancers it's the guy being a bobber and the girl being a shaker yeah you know what I mean? it's, it's yep it's the classic opposites attract he's the introvert she's the extrovert but somehow it works yeah and i and i personally it's 
we mentioned Jim Carrey a lot, but I, I am totally sold by his, uh, his, um, uh, for some reason, he makes my heartstrings going. Uh, I, I even considered, um, uh, what's the, the majestic, not because there is much chemistry, but because again, it, I was just do, thinking back to my past, yeah. like what, what really got me in, in eternal sunshine, uh, really cool movie, but also relatable while really well acted out. But in terms of steaminess, not so much steam, but I think what, what we were going for is more chemistry and they definitely have chemistry in that movie. All right. I appreciate your support. Yeah. All right, I didn't see it coming. I did not think that Jim Carrey would be on the top of steamiest duos. But you know what? You know who was really steamy with him and Jim Carrey was with Cameron Diaz and him in the mask. <laughs> I thought about that. That was pretty but, steamy. Him and Courtney Cox was kind of just more funny than anything, but they got the uh, in the jungle scene. You know, that's that's. Okay, little... Before we continue about Jim Carrey, I'm actually excited about our after our after our list to talk about a couple. Me too. Right. I've got some questions for you. All right, last one, and you bit your tongue. Thank you for doing it for me. It was it's it's one that I tried not to make my number one, but I can't help it. Fucking obvious. love the movie. It's. Star is born, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. Oh, obvious, dude. It's, I know. I, 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 I'm sorry. To, uh, you know me. I'm glad you. I'm glad you give me this moment to just talk about one of the greatest movies I've seen. What? You said you have both a Notebook and a Star is Born on here. I'm sorry. I, how do you leave those? How do we have a steamiest or most ke- best chemistry without without both of those on someone's list? Come on. Not realistic. You probably nailed the assignment better than I did. I was more going for chemistry. There is everything with this one. There's steaminess. There's there's drama. There's chemistry right off the bat. I mean, from the second he goes into that, uh, into that bar and sees her on stage or see her lying on the bar when she's performing, like, it's just instant. It goes even, like you said, it transcends into real life, too. Do you remember that Oscars performance when they they both got up on stage and did oh, yeah. uh, Shallow? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, like, are they just going to break up with their significant others and just, you know, do it right here on stage? Like, this, like, it was just palpable, the, the chemistry between the two. And, yeah, there, I mean... Steamy? So I, I, I don't know. There's there's definitely scenes where they're you know where they're you know going at it and everything, but there's just they love each other and they're just it's just on screen. It's just it's 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 undeniable. So I I, I, I all right. So being Bradley Cooper being one of those actors who has had chemistry with multiple actresses um, and actors, if you include Wet Hot American Summer, Michael Ian Black. Um, uh, anyways, he, uh, he, so I think Lady Gaga was a little bit more infatuated with him and he was just like a really good actor. Like, (sighs) yeah, I agree with you. It was all over the tabloids and stuff. When I wait in line at the grocery store, you'd see, you know, Ooh, and Brad Pitt's girlfriend's mad at him. Like whatever. Brad Cooper. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Bradley. Who did I say? Brad Pitt. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Whatever. But I saw that performance multiple times and, uh, no, there's there's heat there. Oh, for sure. I want to clarify. I said it was the it was one of the greatest movies ever seen just before in the last five years. It was one of the I think it is one of my favorite top five favorite movies in the last five years. That scene where she goes from from quitting her job to that night she's up on stage performing something. Such a cool little montage there. 
And then, then their chemistry, like they show the goods, the highs, the lows, his problem with, with addiction, everything in there is just, you just feel it. Like it's just, it, they sell it to they sell it really good to the point where you're not even thinking that they're trying to sell it. It's just there. And Bradley Cooper, like we said before, like he's not being himself. We know he's not a country Western star. God that plays herself. We know he's not a country Western star and he still pulls it off because the chemistry is that good. Yeah, but I I don't know. I, I just think he's that good an actor and she maybe was in over her head. To, I, I don't know. But <laughs> That, that that song, Doug, does that song when the sh- when Shallow plays, like you're letting that run through, right? <laughs> I can't say that uh, it's on any of my playlists. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't listen to radio. All right. Uh, that and also the, every time I'm around the, the Daily Girls, it, it, some sort of, you know, it's, family it's get good. together, it's probably going to come on. It's that good. So I can I can wait till uh, I can wait till Thanksgiving. It's only a couple months away. All right. Did, did you have... I'm done. I'm done sweating all that. I mean, we maybe we talk about it off screen or off off podcast. But um, did you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to bring up? Because I do have a couple questions for you after this. Yeah. So I I have a couple of honorable mentions, but I also want to for us to talk about real quick. uh, Some of not not yet. I'll do my honorable mentions first, and then we'll get into terrible chemistry. Chemistry that just didn't sell the film or okay. where there was yeah. a, you know on-screen duos where there was no chemistry but first off honorable mentions were very close goodwill hunting uh mini driver and or excuse me yeah mini driver and uh and matt Damon. um i just love the film uh also they, they seem to have fun together too um and it's it they she's in that emotional scene where he just says he doesn't love her you can kind of see that He's really that he does. Yeah. yeah. And she just breaks that. Like, it's, like, it's like when Lisa tells Ralph Wiggum that, that she doesn't love him. You can see the scene, like Minnie Driver, you can almost see her heartbreak on, on like the second her heart breaks. And she just does, she panics and she's like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she's embarrassed. That was, that was very close. Another one was Brokeback Mountain. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, yeah, I, I wanted to add that on mine too, but I it would just be I don't know the what you think it was going to be like tokenism. Yeah, or, exactly. It's the token gay relationship so that you would I, just have to so put on. When there. I was researching this or thinking about adding it. Uh, first off, it, it, the, the steaminess that is what kept it off because it's almost the lack thereof, mm-hmm. uh, like the intense nature of both actors that made it the movie work. Um, okay. And you know they might have had the tent scene, you know, but uh, but I I think it was more the the fact that they had chemistry in their acting skills, like the looks they were giving each other. Um, so I don't know if I would consider it steam. I, I uh, so one that I I mean if we were if we were gonna do one with a same sex, um, a same sex relationship. Have you ever seen Mahalam Drive? No, I haven't. With Naomi Watts, and I think her name was Laura Herring or Laura Haring or something like that. That that one was pretty good. That one dips into she's kind of exploring, you know, her sexuality in that one, and she moves to Hollywood. And if you haven't seen that one, that's a, that one's. I would say, you know, if we're gonna do the the token gay pick or whatever you want to call it, like that one's got some some steamy chemistry in it. The kids are all right. Is it is a decent? Yeah, that's one. that's another good one. Who's in that one? That's um. Uh, it's the redhead Julie, Julian Moore. Julian Moore. Yeah. Julian Moore. Um, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, 
but the, I can't remember the, the intense, uh, the intense mother. Um, anyways, to continue on with our honorable mentions, just keep moving here. Uh, random one, the adjustment bureau with Emily Blunt okay. and, and Matt Damon. For some reason, I just think they had awesome chemistry. You know, the movie is good. It's nothing right home about, but I thought they personally, I, I just personally thought that they really, they, they, they looked into each other's eyes nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I feel that. It's another so, one where, where they're told they can't be together, which makes them want each other even more. So exactly. I, I, I do like that movie. By the way, back to The Kids Are All Right, it was Julianne Moore and Annette Benning. Those are the, those are the two movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's really I, – I also uh, – Adam Sandler had actually had in Spanglish as well as a possible honorable mention – um, it wasn't like, again, not steamy, but I just appreciate the performance and the love story. Okay. Uh, uh, and the, yeah, the romance. But anyways, what about you? What do you got for? I mean, um, well, let's see. What do we got? The 41 minute mark. Finally, I, we get to mention Leo. Leo and oh, Kate oh. Winslet. The, I mean, again, the chemistry that, that was felt in Titanic. And then it was almost like the opposite of it in Revolutionary Road. They kept, they kind of hate each other. They're done with each other in that movie, but they're still, you know, relationship between the two of them. Um, you ever see? You ever see that movie, Revolutionary Road? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's pretty intense. Um, can't mention chemistry without Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I think they did like three or four movies. You've got, You've got this Seattle. Yeah, there's one called Joe versus the Volcano. Where they're Dave in. Chappelle and you got mail. He's Tom Hanks' best buddy. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is. Yeah. I think we mentioned that on a different. I think you told me that on a different podcast. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I, I thought about Tom Hanks and Jimmy in uh, in Forrest Gump. Just yeah, like, yeah. But but uh, no, I didn't. I didn't involve Tom Hanks in my research really. Um, and then I had to mention Julia Roberts and um, Richard Gere. Yep, I, I, I thought you would. Yeah. Um, the though I didn't think that that was necessarily. And I'm sorry. The the movie obviously was. Um, uh, Runaway Brat. No, 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 no. God, why can't I remember? The movie was was obviously Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah, jeez, why can't I remember that? Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really think that their chemistry was all that good, though. Definitely has a few steamy scenes. And it definitely has some steamy scenes. I watched it, as you know, for the first time recently, mm. and. I, I can't say I like. I had a lot of questions afterwards, and it was know. a different time back then. That's all we can do. Let's let's save that for another podcast because I'm still convinced we're gonna get Crystal or someone to come on and, and talk talk Pretty Woman with us. Um, gotcha. So, but but well, so that brings me into my uh, my first question: Is a lot of these lead actors like they don't like uh, we see a Brad Pitt, a Julia Roberts, a Jennifer Lawrence. Um, you know, even even like a, a Reese Witherspoon, like for all of these, I had trouble finding for the specifically the four that I just said finding their their perfect pair. I think for Jennifer Lawrence, Hollywood wants it to be Bradley Cooper. It's good. It's just not like as great as the ones we mentioned. You did have this one listed on in your top five, so I shouldn't say that it's not because it is good. But like you would think, like a Reese Witherspoon. Who do you think the best like on-screen match with Reese Witherspoon was? Just watching watching movies. I'm I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but like I just couldn't point to that one person who she had. It was was it is it uh, uh, Ryan Phillippe? Because she was married to him for for a little while, wasn't she? Like I, I couldn't even come up with one. I, I I'm not even. 
I have no idea. Right. Like, but you'd think like after like a 25 year career that she's had, like you would be able to maybe Vince, Vince Vaughn in four Christmases. Like I kind of felt something between the two of them there. Like, I don't know. But so same thing with Brad Pitt. Like Brad Pitt doesn't have that go-to, even though you had him with Angelina Jolie. But would you say that that's necessarily like his equal, like his, his pair? Like, um, I mean, yeah, it is his pair, Brandolina. It is. Okay. Um, All right. I, I guess you sold me on it when you talked through it with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but I don't know. I just like him and Kate, Kate, um, what's her name? Uh, in Benjamin Button, Kate Blanchett, like I didn't really feel it there. Um, what other romantic comedies has he been in? He was in actually in the Julia one called Roberts the, in uh, the Mexican, the Mexican. Uh, yeah. Julia Roberts. That one was okay. It's just not, yeah. it just didn't stand out as much. I think Bradley Cooper and Ryan Gosling are just better at kind of that that whole chemistry part of romantic movies. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's definitely, again, what I brought up, there's an acting element to it. There's some people who maybe just the, that on-screen, their the chemistry is not a part of their acting chops, or maybe it's just not something that, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because Reese Witherspoon, I can't match anybody. You know, it's a funny, uh, just thinking, <laughs> blondes, actually. I almost mentioned uh, Alicia Silverstone, Paul Rudd, and Clueless. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which was just like a random one I, I thought of. Yeah. Um, but, because uh, I like Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone. But, no, I mean, I, I, it, th- there are some, some actors and actresses that just don't pair up well. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, it's that, just what that, I, I guess that's my overall question. Like, what is, what are those actors and actresses? Miss, they're great, they're good, but what are they missing that doesn't have like that spark with you know that chemistry or that steaminess about them? I I don't know. I guess Reese Witherspoon's like really wholesome, so that's probably it. And just the opposite for Brad, he's just more like a sex figure, you know. Then there's not so much depth there with like a relationship with with him in movies. It's more of like the Mister and Missus Smith. It's just all kind of, you know, all steam and no depth. I guess. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe it just that's what connection is. It takes the rare, I mean, just takes the right pairing. Mm-hmm. Maybe and find the right pairing. Yeah. Like Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler aren't necessarily, you know, uh, sexually driven outside of the films, but they they just have that connection that sure. they have the chemistry. Sure. And and sometimes the, the what was just called the inverse of the adverse happens when there's just terrible chemistry. Yeah. Or there is none. So did, did, I don't know if you had any of those. I, I, I had I, I, I had we, two. I had two. I had Geely, we've we've mentioned Geely before. Only because they had a relationship outside of the the screen. Ben Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. They couldn't have been. There couldn't have been less chemistry on screen between the two of them. So I, I had that one, and I never ever, even though it was I love the movie, I never believed Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl. Never believed it in Knocked Up. Yeah, you know which one I almost. Uh, well, I thought about was Neighbors and Neighbors Two with Seth Rogen. Yeah, and the, I can't think of the Australian girl's name. I know who you're talking uh, about. Yeah. They get along. They just kind of work well comedically. Yeah, um, they're funny. Like I think there's maybe not a sexual chemistry or like a steamy chemistry between yeah, them and neighbors, but there's definitely they they're able to joke. I felt like they were on the same team, and there was there was yeah, something there. Even though the opening scene is them having sex and she throws up on them or something like that. <laughs> like their kid walks in, it's just like that. That's not a lot of steam. Uh, for me, I I had to mention this one that I just has always irked me, uh, and and it's. 
the opposite. So it was my number one was Jim Carrey. It's also my number one, like, worst chemistry is Yes Man with um, Zoe D. Her in anything. I'm, I'm telling like, you. What the fuck was that casting? Terrible. Like, why can't she? And she's another one who just can't work with other actors. No, no. She's, she's actually legit bad. So she was also in The Happening with Mark Wahlberg, and that was supposed to be something, like, it just wasn't. She was just very off, off-putting, and so was so yeah. was Wahlberg in that. Even an elf, like I just like yeah. she just seems weird, you know. I, and I'm a fan of Zoe Deschanel. Like I think she's great. Uh, I, I I think she's funny, and I and and I like watching her. But like the, in terms of romantic roles, this film, Yes Man with Jim Carrey, first off, is uh, a C uh, at best. Yeah, that, um, that Jim Carrey's finest. Second off, but the the fact that they chose her for the romantic role, there's got to be a 20-year gap between them at least. And there's just absolutely no gap. It's just like Jim Carrey doing his thing, and she's just kind of like this quirky girl who's like doing her thing. And he's just like, it's literally them acting beside each other, not together whatsoever. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm looking up frantically here another one that she was in. Um, yeah, the happening is one. Oh, okay, five hundred days of summer. So she's supposed oh, yeah. to be yeah, with Joseph Gordon Levitt, so, right? Yeah, I don't have to twist your arm to talk shit about that. Those two, maybe some of your your least favorites. Uh, but yeah, so five hundred days of summer was just another one that I just could not get. I couldn't get the feeling from both of them in there. They're supposed to be obsessed with each other. It's just like, uh, why would either one of you want to be with either one of you? Like it's. It was yeah. She she's a good. One. I'm glad I'm glad we brought her up because I saw her on a bunch of lists and I was just like no. Maybe no that's why like that's one of the first like more like more relevant or recent films that I saw of him growing up and like it just makes him look like a bitch because there's no there is no chemistry and he's just like riding this girl's coattail just like hanging onto her coattails yeah. the whole time. It's just like pitiful. It is pitiful. But people love that stuff. Um, if I can continue on with my with my negative or my uh, poor chemistry, Batman Begins, Katie Holmes and Christian oh, Bale. Oh my God! Yeah, Almost like you can barely consider that like a relationship role. I think like, it was so it was so bad that they they killed her off, <laughs> right? Or no, they they replaced her as the actress. Then Maggie Gyllenhaal didn't work either, and then so they killed they just killed the character off. They're just like okay. So maybe that's a maybe that's a problem with Christian Bale and not the not the female actresses, but um, well, we we discussed with Christopher Nolan before him not being able to cast um, you know cast females very well. I also had Inception. I had it up here just to talk shit about Joseph Gordon-Levitt when he <laughs> tries to kiss Ellen Page. Like for some reason, now, I don't know if it was supposed to be with dude. They were trying to make that sexual tension there. He's like, here, quit, kiss me. And then they kiss, and she's like, "Did they, did they, did that work?" And he's like, "I don't know. I figured I'd try." Oh, they never and went, they, and they never went back to it. So the director must have thrown up in his mouth when that scene happened. He's like, "All right, we're just going to end this right here." Oh, ah, it's just painful. Yeah. And then another one I had the, the the last two I'll just throw out there. No need to really dive into them. Is uh, Eight Mile with Brittany Murphy and Eminem? Okay. I, I thought there was very little chemistry. And I thought it was funny that at the time Eminem was having sex with the, the the Kim Basinger who played his mom in the movie instead of Brittany Murphy. So weird. And both of them look like Kim Matthews. If you look her up on Kim, 
from yeah, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in his real life. Marshall both Peters. both of them have kind of like that blonde trailer trash look, or all three of them do in in that movie, and then Kim in real in real life. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. I just thought there was very little chemistry, although that is a kind of a steamy do of there is some steamy scenes. Yeah, in the warehouse. Yeah, I guess. I that was uh, that was one that, that we were driving back down from the lake today, Crystal and I mentioned that that might be on an honorable mention, but like you said, not not that great. And then all right, so then this last one that I have is just a movie that absolutely the with the cast that it has, it just could not come out. It's called What Women Want. With Mel Gibson and Helen Hunt, oh, and, uh, both of both of those actresses and actor just put. I think I got chills down my spine just hearing both of their names. Uh, it's it's Mel Gibson of all people being able to listen into no, women's no, no, head no. and hear their intimate details, and and it's like him acting like with someone must have been like reading a cue card, being like, "This is what they're saying." And he's just like reacting, like his eyebrows go, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Like, it's just, oh my god, I looked like, at his crotch. Oh, okay. Oh. oh my god, I did it again. But he uh, has god. never, I, never, never, never been one to never had any chemistry with any woman on film ever. He's, no, he's yes, yes, man could come out today, but Eight Mile could come out. All this, uh, all these movies could come out today. What woman want could not with that cast, especially. Well, they just had—they just had what men want. They just had that movie come out. I can't remember who was in it, but in Dave Chappelle made a a a, literally made a sketch sketch about that on Chappelle's show. He's like, you couldn't do the inverse of that movie. He's like, and then it's like they all get in the elevator, the the hot girl, and it's like little kid. He's (laughs) like, like I would whatever like <laughs> yeah we'll have yeah. our listeners go back and watch that but it's so funny how many things on Chappelle's show and things in his skits that get turned into reality like trading spouses mm-hmm. that turned into a real fucking thing yeah, yeah like right. so many things that he called out that were so he's he's, he's a genius good idea um okay one last question that i wanted to ask you and then we'll kind of wrap things up um do you think so? Going back, I'm just using Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga as a stars born. They got absolutely both, all of them got snubbed. The movie and them both as actors got snubbed. But I think if there is an Oscar that was that was given out for best duo, best on screen duo, best chemistry on film, whatever you want to call it, I think that they would have won it. My question to you is: Do you think that that is something that the Oscars could should consider? Because in other awards, I think like the MTV Movie Awards and uh, maybe even maybe even Golden Globes has that category. Do you think it's what, time that, that the Oscars ad- that adapted that? Screen chemistry, chemistry, or yeah. So I, I, we would have to kind of wordplay what what the what the what the category would be called. But essentially, it's best on-screen chemistry would be what we're looking for. Steamiest duo, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's all pretty subjective, but uh, I mean, that's what the MTV Movie Awards were for, like best on-screen kiss and stuff like that. Like I was wanted to mention Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, the spider, it, it, the Spider-Man kiss for those who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what the MTV Movie Awards were for. Okay, so, so you think you think the Oscars? It's but we're not talking steamy. We're not talking sexy. We're just talking. Chemistry, because almost ninety-five percent of movies have some but, sort of love interest or love story that's underlying, you know, what's so really going you on. Have, you really have to cut it down. So, is it a relationships or is it like? I think it's up to the academy to 
Or is it like Robert De Niro and Bradley Cooper? You know what I'm saying? Because yes. they have chemistry. Yes, I think it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. Though I think, you know, if there's five people nominated, four of them will be from, you know, romantic stuff. But like, I don't know. I, I think that it's something that once we get the right name for it, that it should be considered. Because, I mean, just going back, I know, just going back to Star is Born, I feel like they got snubbed and I feel like there was something... That was in that movie that was that were there was no category for in the Oscars. You're starting to sell me here, and with what I'm going to tag on to it, um, just tag on to the bottom page of this bill is uh, <laughs> is that the Oscars start taking comedy more seriously, like Agreed. duos John C. and Will Ferrell and Seth Rogen and his boys. Like, so that's chemistry. That's why it's yes. repetitious. Like, that's why you can keep going back. That's why. You know, Vince Vaughn and the Wedding Crashers. You know what I'm saying? Vince Vaughn and Luke. Is it Luke or Owen Wilson? Owen, Owen, yeah. Owen Wilson. Like, that, like that's chemistry. They just work so well together. Like, you know, Favreau and, and, and you know, Swingers. The, uh, you know, Favreau works with a lot of them. But anyways, but it, it's crazy to me that I, I think above all, the, the Oscars don't recognize comedic roles, which I think take some of the hardest acting chops sure. to pull. Definitely. Like I've been watching some of Sunny, Elvis Sunny recently, and Dennis Glenn uh, or Glenn Howerton, just like his, it's all in his face, it's all in his acting, it's his voice, like it, it's it's all in his face, and it's really almost like it's difficult to be that self-aware. That, like that's hard acting. Right? Yeah, and not to mention they're doing this, you know, five, ten, fifteen takes, you know, whatever, and like to to bring that type of, you know talent i guess for lack of a better word to the screen he, he does it well um last guy i want to i, I know I, that was the last question another guy who just has no chemistry with even though i think women love him no chemistry on on film with women is tom tom cruise i could not oh, find i'm glad you mentioned that because jerry Maguire. i think there's just like it, it's again they're acting side by side yeah exactly and i think he does that with all his his the female roles that he has with it's just for whatever reason the actor it's it's definitely a him problem because I think most women would say Tom Cruise is a good-looking guy. Like, there's, he's charismatic, but for whatever reason, he's never had like a real big spark with anyone on on film. But no, and, and you're right. And I think this is probably again why I was researching Mission Impossible to him and that 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 girl. Like, and I, I was like, man, I'm such a fucking jerk. Like, I'm thinking about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and and like Thor and and Ragnarok, like in the 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 uh, the the girl who's like in MIB with him too. Uh, anyways, I, I was like, man, I am I got to do some research here. So, but in in Tom Cruise, the fact that he was on my mind at all, and then I was like, okay, I that's why I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast because I really did my research because I was not in this mode and had to uh, get <laughs> I had to get in that doggy style mode. <laughs> all right, I think we can end it right there. I think much like a Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, kiss, that was a little bit off-putting. But maybe the ladies might li- might like that. Uh, probably no. That's I, that's me freestyling. No, you got that I, baritone. They and like me, unlike me, I can, they can't see your face right now. So thank God. Thank God. <laughs> All right, man. We're right here on the hour mark, so this is a good spot. A lot of Perfect. fun, uh, guys. Can't wait to hear. You know, we'll do, we'll do some Instagram follow-up. Oh, a little bit of announcement. I know we're putting this here at the end, but if you've noticed in our link in the bio now, we are now connected to Spotify. So hopefully that makes it a little bit easier for you to listen. 
asking you shall receive. Uh, this is one of our biggest res- uh, complaints or responses is that we it's, it's hard to listen to. But now you look up Jerks in the Fourth Row on Spotify, and we're going to release probably like two or three episodes right off the bat. So you can be yeah. in your, your car this weekend, throw it on. Yeah, we'll try. We'll work on backloading all of our past episodes, but at least the, the newer content will be out there for the time being. So, yeah, enjoy and uh, look forward to hearing the comments on Instagram. Dog, stay safe out there in uh, Gosstown. Stay classy. Yeah, stay classy. Uh, Kid, remain there. <laughs> All right. All right. See ya.